Good morning and welcome on this absolutely beautiful Sunday morning. Before we begin worship this morning, just a couple of announcements. First, a reminder to please refer to the ENET for announcements in detail. Um, this week you should receive a mailing from the church talking about our um, collections for the upcoming Thanksgiving um, food drive and um, dinner drive for our community market that'll take place the Sunday before Thanksgiving. Also, announcements in regards to our sock drive to um, provide socks for our guests as well. If you've not had a chance to do so, we do ask people to please, as soon as possible, to return their pledge cards. We do ask that you try to get them in by the 15th of the month. That will help us begin to plan our um, budget for the year ahead. Also available at the back of the church and in the office, you can find our forward day-by-days. Those are my quick announcements this morning. Let us take a moment of quiet and reflection as we prepare for worship. Blessed be God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and blessed be his kingdom now and forever. Amen. Almighty God, to you all hearts are open, all desires known, and from you no secrets are hid. Cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name through Christ our Lord. Amen. Glory to God in the highest, and peace to his people on earth. Lord God, heavenly King, almighty God and Father, we worship you, we give you thanks, we praise you for your glory. Lord Jesus Christ, only Son of the Father, Lord God, Lamb of God, you take away the sin of the world, have mercy on us. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, receive our prayer. For you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Lord, you alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. O God, whose blessed Son came into the world that he might destroy the works of the devil and make us children of God and heirs of eternal life, grant that having this hope, we may purify ourselves as he is pure, that when he comes again with power and great glory, we may be made like him in his eternal and glorious kingdom, where he lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. Please be seated for the readings. A reading from the Book of Wisdom. Wisdom is radiant and unfading, and she is easily discerned by those who love her and is found by those who seek her. She hastens to make herself known to those who desire her. One who rises early to seek her will have no difficulty, for she will be found sitting at the gate. To fix one's thought on her is perfect understanding, and one who is vigilant on her account will soon be free from care because she goes about seeking those worthy of her, and she graciously appears to them in their paths and meets them in every thought. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. 
Our psalm will be read in unison. The beginning of wisdom is the true desire to receive teaching and and longing longing to to be be taught taught comes from a love of her. her. The one who loves her will keep her laws, observing the laws of wisdom, assures immortality, and immortality brings one nearer still to God. So the desire for wisdom leads to the authority of one who rules. Our second reading is from Paul's first letter to the church in Thessalonica. We do not want you to be uninformed, brothers and sisters, about those who have died, so that you may not grieve as others do who have no hope. For since we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so, through Jesus, God will bring with him those who have died. For this we declare to you by the word of the Lord, that we who are alive, who are left until the coming of the Lord, will by no means precede those who have died. For the the Lord himself, with a cry of command, with the archangel's call, and with the sound of God's trumpet, will descend from heaven, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive, who are left, will be caught up in the clouds together with them to meet the Lord in the air, and so we will be with the Lord forever. Therefore, encourage one another with these words. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Matthew. Glory to you, Lord Christ. Jesus said, The kingdom of heaven will be like this. Ten bridesmaids took their lamps and went to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish, and five were wise. When the foolish took their lamps, they took no oil with them, but the wise took flasks of oil with their lamps. And as the bridegroom was delayed, all of them became drowsy and slept. But at midnight there was a shout, Look, here is the bridegroom. Come out to meet him. Then all those bridesmaids got up and trimmed their lamps. The foolish said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the wise replied, No. There will not be enough for you and for us. You had better go to the dealers and buy some for yourselves. And while they, were, they went to buy it, the bridegroom came, and those who were ready went with him into the wedding banquet, and the door was shut. Later the other bridesmaids came also, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he replied, Truly I tell you, I do not know you. Keep awake, therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. Please be seated. Like many of you, this has been a very tough week for me as well to focus and concentrate. And as I've heard from so many 
This has been a week fraught with anxiety as we have sat and waited and wondered about what was about to come next. And as I thought about my own anxiety throughout the week, I realized that this anxiety was not about whether a candidate won over another, but it was about my own fear, the fear of the future for this country and for our lives. And as I thought about that fear, I also realized that that fear is a result of something that has become part of the election process over the last 20 years. No longer do we hear our candidates talk about hope, what we can become. But in the last few cycles, all we have heard about, it seems, or emphasized, is why we should fear one over the other. And I believe that began to happen with 9-11, when suddenly this country was thrust into a whole cloud of fear of the other person. In that case, it was about the other that was just beyond our borders. And there's a problem with fear, because fear does not allow us to comprehend or to work through the information we are getting. When we work out of our flight mechanism, it is all about reaction. And that is why so often we are told, when you get stressed, stop, breathe. Because then you are able to process more fully and accurately what's going on around you. But we as a people in America have lived in this constant state of fear and panic. And it has grown and grown and grown over the years to where I believe we have replaced the great commandment to love our neighbor now to read, fear our neighbor. And the reason I say that is in the conversations I have had in the last couple of weeks about why people are choosing one candidate over the other. When you get right down to the real reason we were voting one over the other, it's because I am afraid of the future. I don't feel secure. And I have realized that it is very hard to live into the great commandment to love our neighbor as ourselves if fear is part of the equation. Fear does not allow us to love. Hope allows us to love. To not only love our neighbor who may think differently from us, but to love our enemy as well. And as our public discourse has been more and more about fear the other, the vitriol has raised, and someone said, the temperature has gone way up. But that's why we are here. As a people of God, we walk into this building each week knowing that there is hope, no matter what is being said beyond these walls. 
we know that there is a hope because we believe in a God that Scripture has told us time and time again will not allow the cataclysmic end of this world to happen. That the self-destructiveness of human nature will only be brought to a certain point. For those of us who are studying the book of Revelation this year, as we have entered into the great battle itself, we have heard the words of God say, and I will reserve a quarter of the people. I will not let this world be destroyed. And through it, God eventually does reign. When we carry that hope in that confidence in God, we are able to let go of the fear of what is happening on this earth because as Paul calls us to be, and we heard this just a few weeks ago, because we learn not to be of this world, but to simply live in this world, but to be of the kingdom of God, the kingdom of hope and love itself. Whether you accept or don't accept the results given to us by the AP yesterday, the truth be told, no matter who has won or lost, what the message of this year's election has told me as your priest and rector is that it signals to us as a people of God, the baptized, that our work is not coming to an end with either candidate, but our work continues. Our work to be about the transforming of hearts, to be about not just judging our neighbor or fearing our neighbor, but taking up the courage of Christ itself and to listen to our neighbor, to acknowledge and hear the fear of our neighbor, and to reach out with the hand of love and to invite that person back in. These last few months, too many of us have lost and have developed broken relationships with family and friends over what is being debated in Washington, D.C. The bonds that should never be broken, that are greater than politics, have fallen. As this election comes to the end, whether our candidate won or our candidate doesn't win, we as a people of God are called to not reach out and gloat, to not reach out in fear or strike back, but to reach out with a transformed heart in the love of Christ and to reconcile whatever differences have come up because of difference of opinion, to restore those bonds of friendship and family that have been destroyed and hope that we can move forward not as a country divided or a country that is in fear of each other, but as a country of hope that knows full well that a house divided falls, but a house unified can do great things and overcome whatever the ills of this country are. The beginning of healing of this country doesn't begin in Washington, D.C. or with the words of a politician. They begin with each of us when we reach out to others, not in fear, but in hope, and in the confidence that through God working through us, 
this country can once again become what it's always aspired to be, the great city of God on the hill. Amen. Please stand and join me in affirming our faith with the words of the Nicene Creed. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven. By the power of the Holy Spirit he became incarnate from the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son. With the Father and the Son he is worshipped and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Let us pray for the church and for the world. Grant, almighty God, that all who confess your name may be united in your truth, live together in your love, and reveal your glory in the world. Lord, in your mercy, hear, hear our, our prayer. prayer. Guide the people of this land and of all the nations in the ways of justice and peace that we may honor one another and serve the common good. Lord, in your mercy, hear, hear our, our prayer. prayer. Give us all a reverence for the earth as your own creation, that we may use its resources rightly in the service of others and to your honor and glory. Lord, in your mercy, hear, hear our, our prayer. prayer. Bless all whose lives are closely linked with ours and grant that we may serve Christ in them and love one another as he loves us. Lord, in your mercy, hear, hear our, our prayer. prayer. Comfort and heal all those who suffer in body, mind, or spirit. Give them courage and hope in their troubles and bring them the joy of your salvation. Lord, in your mercy, hear, hear our, our prayer. prayer. We commend to your mercy all who have died that your will for them may be fulfilled. And we pray that we may share with all your saints in your eternal kingdom. Lord, in your mercy, hear, hear our, our prayer. prayer. In the diocesan cycle of prayer, I ask your prayers for the people and clergy of St. Martin's in Providence. In the parish cycle of prayer, I ask your prayers for Richard and Wendy Souse, Christina Segos, and Terry, Emma, and Alexandra Shaw. 
O God, you have bound us together in a common life. Help us in the midst of our struggles for justice and truth to confront one another without hatred or bitterness and to work together with mutual forbearance and respect through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Let us confess our sins against God and our neighbor. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways, to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on you, forgive you all your sins through our Lord Jesus Christ, strengthen you in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep you in eternal life. Amen. Please stand. The peace of the Lord be always with you. Let us greet one another with a sign of Christ's love for us. Peace be with you. Peace be with you. All things come from you, O Lord, and of your own have we given you. Amen. The Lord be with you, and also with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift them to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give him thanks and praise. It is right and a good and joyful thing, always and everywhere to give thanks to you, Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. For you are the source of light and life. You made us in your image and called us to new life in Jesus Christ our Lord. Therefore we praise you, joining our voices with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven who forever sing this hymn to proclaim the glory of your name. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Holy and gracious Father, in your infinite love you made us for yourself. And when we had fallen into sin and become subject to evil and death, you in your mercy sent Jesus Christ, your only and eternal Son, to share our human nature, to live and die as one of us, to reconcile us to you, the God and Father of all. He stretched out his arms upon the cross and offered himself in obedience to your will perfect sacrifice for the whole world. On the night he was handed over to suffering and death, our Lord Jesus Christ took bread, and when he'd given thanks to you, he broke it and gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. After supper he took the cup of wine, 
And when he'd given thanks, he gave it to them and said, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Whenever you drink it, do this for the remembrance of me. Therefore, we proclaim the mystery of faith. Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. We celebrate the memorial of our redemption, O Father, in this sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving. Recalling his death, resurrection and ascension, we offer you these gifts. Sanctify them by your Holy Spirit to be for your people the body and blood of your Son, the holy food and drink of new and unending life in him. Sanctify us also that we may faithfully receive this holy sacrament and serve you in unity, constancy, and peace. At the last day, bring us with all your saints into the joy of your eternal kingdom. All this we ask for your Son, Jesus Christ, by him and with him and in him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit. All honor and glory is yours, Almighty Father, now and forever. Amen. Now, as our Savior Christ has taught us, we are bold to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Alleluia, Christ, our Passover is sacrificed for us. Therefore, let us keep the feast. Alleluia. The gifts of God for the people of God. Take them in remembrance that Christ died for you, and feed on him in your hearts by faith with thanksgiving. Let us pray. Eternal God, Heavenly Father, you have graciously accepted us as living members of your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, and you have fed us with spiritual food in the sacrament of his body and blood. Send us now into the world in peace and grant us strength and courage to love and serve you with gladness and singleness of heart, through Christ our Lord. Amen. Live without fear. Your Creator has made you holy, has always protected you, and loves you as a mother. Go in peace to follow the good road, and may God's blessing in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Amen. Let us go forth in the name of Christ. Thanks be to God.